This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the court fight continues over government shutdown double back pay. A New York congressman is urging CISA to examine air traffic control vulnerabilities. And the State Department will pay $37 million in over 230 disability discrimination cases. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The court fight continues over whether federal employees who work without pay during government shutdowns are entitled to legal damages. In a decision late last year, a three-judge panel of the Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit said no. Now the plaintiffs are asking the full court to reconsider that decision. They lodged their appeal yesterday, and the AFL-CIO also filed a petition arguing the two-to-one majority on that panel got it wrong. The main legal question is whether the Fair Labor Standards Act requires federal agencies to give employees double back pay when a government shutdown delays their paychecks. A provision in the 2023 Omnibus Spending Bill gives more leeway to retirement savings for federal law enforcement officers. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The legislation called the Protecting Public Safety Employees Timely Retirement Act lets the federal officers withdraw from their thrift savings plans without a penalty. They'll be able to withdraw penalty-free as soon as they hit 25 years of service or when they turn 50 years old, whichever comes first. That means officers eligible to retire before they turn 50 are exempt from a 10% early withdrawal penalty. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Department of Homeland Security is investing in what it hopes are groundbreaking technologies. DHS's Science and Technology Directorate has awarded $1.1 million to seven federal labs under the Commercialization Accelerator Program. The goal is to identify innovative technologies that demonstrate great potential for commercialization. Research areas range from artificial intelligence to cybersecurity. The labs will spend the next two years developing, testing, and evaluating the technologies while also establishing tech transfer agreements with industry. After an FAA system outage left travelers stranded last week, one lawmaker is urging an investigation of critical aviation vulnerabilities. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is being urged to review cyber vulnerabilities in air traffic control and other critical aviation systems. The request from New York Congressman Richie Torres comes after the FAA's notice-to-air mission system failed last week, leading to widespread travel delays. Torres says CISA and the Department of Transportation should conduct a joint review. Officials say there's no indication that NOTAM's failure was the result of a cyber attack, but Torres says the breakdown raises concerns about cyber vulnerabilities in the older systems that underpin modern air travel. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The IRS says it's fighting an uphill battle as it tries to hire above its workforce attrition rate in the coming years. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. 
The IRS is looking to fill about 19,000 positions in fiscal 2023, but much of this hiring will only offset the number of employees expected to retire or leave the agency. IRS officials tell the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration they expect a net increase of about 5,000 to 10,000 employees by the end of the fiscal year. The agency hired about 19,000 employees in 2022. That's about 41% of the total number of applicants who received a tentative job offer. The IRS received more than 565,000 job applications last year. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department is giving vendors their first look at the follow-on to their main IT services contract. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The Department of Veterans Affairs is out with its draft solicitation for its Transformation 21 Total Technology Next Generation 2 Multiple Work Contract. The five-year contract has a total value of $60 billion. VA wants vendors to provide services and supported products across 13 functional areas, ranging from program management to enterprise network to systems and software engineering. VA made the initial award for the first T21 contract in 2016 and has obligated almost $12 billion since then. Comments on the draft RFP are due by January 20th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Department of Veterans Affairs has a new chief diversity officer. Victor Lagroon is the first person to hold the new federal leadership position. In the role, Lagroon will focus on implementing initiatives to help advance diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility at the agency and will be tasked with ensuring the department's data on DEIA is transparent. He'll also be in charge of developing the VA's DEIA strategic plan. The State Department has agreed to pay more than $37 million to settle long-standing claims of disability discrimination. That's after the department denied or delayed hiring more than 230 people unable to obtain a so-called worldwide available medical clearance. As part of the settlement, the department will extend conditional job offers to many of the individuals in the class action lawsuit. Agencies and vendors give the FedRAMP Program Management Office high marks for customer service. The 2022 survey shows an increase of 2% in overall satisfaction with the cloud security program. FedRAMP says 84% of the respondents say they had pleasant interactions with the program office, while 85% agreed or strongly agreed that the initiative promotes the adoption of secure cloud services. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, January 18th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.